When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, it is a beautiful day here at, at St. Vincent College. It would be helpful if Matt's... Uh, if Matt were turned on here, um, no, I don't even know which which one are you on here, Matt. I'm just going to start turning them all on here, Jacob. Matt, uh, Matt is sitting beside me here, but we can't hear him. I don't know what's going on with that, uh, but uh, we'll get that figured out here. But it is a beautiful day here at St. Vincent College. Uh, not a cloud in the sky. Maybe a just unplug me. Come on, Jacob. <laughs> I'm back. There got he me. is. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the nicest day. <laughs> Weather-wise, yeah. the entire camp. Going yeah. out with a bang here. Unbelievably blue skies. I love the mountains in the background. Mel Blunt just left. I mean, it doesn't get a you lot better. You had a fanboy moment with Mel Blunt. I did. Pretty high on my list of uh, <laughs> fanboy former Steelers for sure. And I'm actually kind of proud of myself. One of the assignments they gave me three or four years ago, I, I put together a video and did all the writing and um, narrating of it of – Mel Blunt as the second greatest Steeler that ever lived. I mean, with eh, 75, I'm going to give the, the, the nod there for number one. But I thought I put a pretty good case together. You can find it on YouTube. It's probably still on Steelers.com. But pretty awesome, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, good stuff there. Uh, Matt, the shoe has finally dropped. Yep, that's the big story. 11 games for Deshaun Watson, a $5 million fine. They really... This was very calculated by the NFL. Absolutely. None of this is random. Maybe we should have guessed this when the Texans were scheduled as Cleveland's 12th game of the season. Right, right, This was the plan all along. At Uh, Houston. At Houston. Yeah, his first game back will be at Houston. Boy, that'll that'll go over well. Oh, I'm sure. It'll be a real nice, easy road for him. Absolutely. But the lead, Especially after not playing for basically two years. People are, are saying, well, that's not enough games for Deshaun Watson, blah, blah, blah. It's the perfect number, It's folks. the perfect number if you want to stick it to the Browns here. And here's why. Yep. So to, to have your contract count for a season, you have to play at least six games in an NFL mm-hmm. season. They play 17 games now. And 11 of them, he won't be there. He won't be there for the first 11. 11. 17 minus 11 <laughs> is six. Not an accident. Not an accident at all. So the Browns cannot toll that contract. Therefore, he counts his entire contract counts against their their cap this year. And then next year, his cap hit jumps to $55 million instead of the 9.7 that it is this year. And so they can't do anything with that. And, oh, by the way, the Browns are $32 million over next year's cap, projected cap. Right, exactly. They really set this thing up 
to win this year. I mean, to have all their chips in, Watson's going to be the straw that takes them over, and they had good enough supporting cast, better quarterback, we're going to win this whole thing. And, you know, this this yeah. cap space situation and his contract is set up exactly that way. He's like a nine-point-something uh, cap hit this year, which is nothing for a starting quarterback, let alone a star like him. And then the next three years is – or four, I can't remember – 55, 55, 55, 55. Yeah. You know, so, like, the, the Bills come, you know, home to roost. And they're at the very bottom of the league, as you mentioned, in cap space available for next year. And then even the following year I clicked on, they're way at the bottom of the league. You know, so right. they have all kinds of issues. Um, to, <laughs> to your point, this was all calculated by the yeah. NFL, as well as the $5 million fine because they're laughing at the Browns and, the, and Watson for – structuring the contract the way they did that they don't have to pay hardly any fine for when he's out. I have some ideas, but we can talk about, but I mean, what's next for the Browns I think is interesting. It will be because uh, here's the schedule now. So the games that he will miss Carolina at Carolina, New York at home. Real quick, let's go through it. I mean, I think they're a dog at Carolina. Yeah, with Baker Brissette. Mayfield is just basically announced as the starter in Carolina mm-hmm. for that game. You think Baker might want to beat the Browns? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that works out pretty well, too. There's um, some must-see TV on the oh, Browns. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, week two is uh, at home against the Jets. I would think they're favored if they played that game today with yeah. Brissett. Yeah. Then they come back in week three. It's a Thursday night game against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Which, good for the Steelers, but we kind of knew no matter what yeah. he wasn't going to play in that game. Then it's at Atlanta. I think they're favored in that one. I don't know if they'll be favored, but it won't. It might be Atlanta's a pick bad. game. I mean, if, right. if the Browns are 1-2 and two at that point, bad. or 0-3. I just think Atlanta's horrible. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, then you got the Chargers at home. This is when things pick up. This is when things get really right, nasty, right. yeah. Chargers at home, Patriots at home, mm-hmm. at Baltimore, Cincinnati at home. At Miami, at Buffalo, Tampa Bay at home, and then Deshaun Watson comes back. What are they, like 3-8? and eight? So, I think even when he gets back, I know Houston doesn't look like the most stiff challenge, but the emotion and all that stuff's going to be insane, and the On fans the road, are going to be brutal yeah. and all that. I just think there has to be rust at least for two weeks, don't you think? Like yeah. I don't think we get the same version of Deshaun in week 13, I guess it would be, because they have 11 games and a bye. So... Maybe they still squeak by Houston, but if you look at it past Houston, it gets really rough, too. Yeah, then you know? it's at Cincinnati, Baltimore at home, New Orleans at home, at Washington, at Pittsburgh. Yeah. That, they're going to be a five-win football team this year. See, I think if – what do they have to do to have a cha- – What in those first 11, how many wins do they have to get to be playoff eligible, you know, at least have a chance to get in the playoffs? Five? Five, yeah. I just don't see that. I don't see five there. And yeah. then and then if, even if you get to five, can you beat, can you win, stack five or six wins together in those last, in that last six? No. Uh, uh, who knows? No. He'd have to be a superstar. Yeah. I mean, he absolutely would. And by that point, the team's going to have a bunch, I mean, what injuries are they going to have? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of sure. stuff. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, who, I, who's to predict what's going on in December? I think they're but. a five-win team, and I think Houston, who has their first-round pick next year, it's the benefactor. It's like course. going, oh, right. this is fantastic. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. And so if Houston beats him on his way back, that helps him in two ways. Yeah, you know? okay. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. You win the game, you win the game. Yeah. If you lose the game, you win the game. I tend to think they'll probably win six when it's said and done. But anyway, you cut it. I mean, I don't see the playoffs even being a realistic possibility for them. So the news broke like at noon, and we 
recorded my podcast a little afternoon, and we were just talking through some of the situations. Let me run some things by you. Okay. Okay, now, what do I do now if I'm the GM of the Browns or in charge of the Browns? Whatever the owner tells you, because he's the one who told you to sign the guy. But the one thing they do have going for them is they they have more cap space this year than any team in the league. They have about 40, where whoever's two has like 21 or so. They could roll all that over. Right. And at least and then be, they wouldn't be over the cap. They'd be even Steven, right. bigger take, give or take. They wouldn't be the worst cap team in the league. It would help immensely. They probably, no matter what, after this offseason, are going to have to cut a few players. I mean, I keep thinking about, like, Jack Conklin or Amari Cooper or, you know, Clowney. Those, and they certainly won't be able to bring anybody in, and they don't have a first-round pick. But – you could really punt the season away and survive a little next year. What my co-host, who's a Niners guy, suggested is if you want to compete this year and go get Jimmy, you could trade a future pick, like a fifth, you know, 2023 fifth, and maybe incentivize it with how many games he plays. But when would Jimmy be ready? I mean, that wouldn't be night and day. And then things get a little hairy in week 13 when it's Jimmy Brissett and Watson all in the room together. But his point was, if you make a deal for Jimmy now, it's the same verbiage, it's the same system. Mentally, he could be able to adapt quickly. Physically would be a different story. And then you could even trade Jimmy at the, at the trade deadline or use him up for the year and he send him on away. And the comp game, you would probably get more back then you gave up for Jimmy. You might actually win a little bit. In if I'm San Francisco, I'm t- I know now. If in Cleveland's on the on the phone, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it, I need a second round pick. Yeah, but you. Had, I mean, one day ago you were just in trouble with the guy. I mean, it was release or nothing. I don't know that it's going to be release or nothing. Somebody else is going to get hurt. You, I mean, you could wait it out. I, I again, I, I think you just continue to wait it out. You've carried him this long. What's the difference? I guess there's nothing. What's the urgency for San Francisco? There's none. There's none. And, They're and not giving that money to anybody. Are they going right to do Jimmy? Now, a, well, they'd be doing Jimmy a favor by moving him. Yeah. Now, but that I don't know that they're. Which I could see them doing. I don't know if they're worried about that though. They want to get as much mm-hmm. out of him as they can. I think they also want to keep him out of Seattle. Correct. You know, that, that, I think those are the two. You know, two. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would care if I if I trade him to Seattle. I don't think Seattle becomes a contender. All the no, time. I, that's all that's my thing. Right, right, so, right. yeah, Seattle, come on, give us an offer. Right. I mean, if Wilson's injury would have been a little worse than the Jets, he may have already been there. Yeah. You know, and there could be another one like those in the next three, two, three days, too. I don't know. I, I mean, I would. Would you? I guess my question is, would you consider that move if you're the Browns? You know, you can't give up a pick this year. You could pay Jimmy, but then you don't roll that money. Then you lose the money to roll, right. yeah. And, and – is he really going to make you that much better than Brissett? And how long will it take until he does? Here's the thing. Okay. And I don't want those three in the quarterback room together. His base salary is $24.2 million. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. if the Browns take that on, they lose that of the money they get yeah. to roll over next year. I and assume even if San they, Francisco would take some. Yeah. But even – well, again, though, if it, to do that, if I'm San Francisco, again, you want to you – If it yields me a better pick. It yields me a better pick, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be a two. I'm, my my ask is going to be a two. I think that's a little pie in the sky. I mean, what's Cleveland going to do? Yeah, you know, um, you can say, hey, we'll just we'll just hold on to him. We've already got him under the cap. Mm-hmm. We could trade him at the trade no, deadline. That's an interesting thought. I mean, I think a two is a little lofty. I, I mean, think though, if they wait, 
Let's say they wait and they trade him in turn into a three. They trade him in week two. Somebody has a starter go down in week two. Mm -hmm. Then they're going to get a two. Probably. If it's a yeah, especially if it's a contending team, like let's mm-hmm. say Tom Brady goes down and right, Tampa right, Bay, right, right, like, right. Okay, Tampa might give you a one. Right, it's possible. I mean, Bradford got a one when there was a, a you know, total, you know, emergency knee situation. Yeah, and you think okay, we're a contending team except for the quarterback, mm-hmm. and now we don't have a quarterback. I still might take the bird in the hand if I were the Niners. So if I can get a two years from now, I can get a fourth out of it or something like that, or a fourth that could turn into a third. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know, how would you handle if you're the Browns, though, more so than the Niners' standpoint? Are you just going to roll with Brissett, hope you're somewhat close to 500 when Watson shows up on a white horse and roll that money over? That's probably better for the future. It's better for the long-term uh, f- yeah, future for sure. Right. Again, you trade for Jimmy. Um, and maybe even, like, dump Kareem Hunt and a little bit of his salary and pick up a fifth or sixth. Yeah, or, I mean, you know. you're, you're saying, you know, wait, uh, you want you want to give up a, a fourth or a fifth. Well, that – then you're taking on all the salary. Mm-hmm. And then right, you, right. you lose that. Now you're over the cap again next year. Like, I don't think I would want to bring in Jimmy. And does Jimmy does Jimmy make you a, a Super Bowl contender? Right. That, no. That's the question. No. Or what's your goal? Just to get in the playoffs and stay competitive or build a dynasty? And, know, oh, by the way, nobody's seen Jimmy throw football yet. Right, 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 right. I We're mean, in mid-August. And he's never thrown to those guys. And, I mean, I wouldn't think he'd be the week one starter if they traded for him right this I minute. He might be, but they'd have to really dumb down, dumb things down and right, right, make right. things, okay, Jimmy, what are your top 15 plays? Sure. What I mean, do you think you can do? Just look how much Trubisky's you know, gotten better since he's been here. Or, you know, I mean, these, these practice reps are valuable. Absolutely. And you're out of, you're running out of preseason games here. It's yeah. not like you're going to, you know, I, I – I don't. I don't see it happening. I mean, I think the Browns are screwed. Is the bottom. That's line. the bottom line. That's the bottom yeah. line. Like, is there any out that makes it better for them, knowing what they know now? Maybe, but they I don't love bed. any of those options. Yeah, they made their bed. Now they're going to have to lay in it. Um, again, if I'm the 49ers, I'm just and holding. I don't think anybody's crying for the Browns situation, no. right? I'm holding on to, to to Jimmy here until somebody has an extreme need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll wait. You know, if let's. You know, do, let's say Jameis Winston goes down again. You think the, sure. you think the Saints would make a trade for Jimmy? Jimmy of course would, they would, right? Yeah, absolutely. Jimmy right, right. might be better. He might be better, right? I mean, you know, that might be a better situation. We both him. thought if the Jets would have nailed, you know, brought in Jimmy, we'd be like, hmm, now I want Elijah Moore a little right. more. Yeah, now they're now right, they might right, be they're a, a little more dangerous. They might when be they a contender. Play the Steelers, or you know, right? No, I hear you. He does have value, and I guess I would not give him away. Um, I can't. Here's the the team that like. Why wouldn't the Falcons at least be? I know they don't have cap space. Yeah, so I don't think they have cap space. But you, if you make that deal, um, I don't love that for Atlanta. I mean, I think that takes you from a three-win team to a six-win team, and you probably don't find. But are they going to view it that way? What they win last year, eight, seven, and seven or eight, but by yeah. accident, right? I mean, as yeah. lucky as you can get that way. I don't know. Or I if you're Houston, you know, you're looking, you're looking at this, going, okay. And hey, they have a track. They have a back. You know, they they draft those guys where they're in New England when they draft Jimmy. There's a connection. There's there a too. connection there. You're looking at your roster, going, okay, we kind of like Davis Mills, but boy, wouldn't it be nice to have Jimmy here and we don't have to worry about the quarterback position? And See, well, I'm a maybe, Mills believer. Maybe we can get into the conversation to win the uh, win this AFC South. Yeah, there aren't many landing spots. I don't love either one of those, to be honest with you, because I'm a I'm Mills spit, believer. I'm just spitballing. Not here, you. I mean, I was even thinking the opposite direction, like. What if you're Tampa and you know this is Brady's last year? He's great backup plan, and if he, yeah, he could be the the guy next year. You don't have to compete with anybody to, you know, he could be your week one starter a year from now while you draft somebody or whatever, or find the next Trubisky or something. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's really interesting. 
Uh, I think the Browns are in a really bad spot, and I think the, the NFL was very deliberate with the numbers they picked and how they did this. This was very well that, thought out. That's the other thing, Matt, is I don't think anybody else in the league, any of the other teams, are going to be real interested in doing Cleveland a favor here. No, right, right, right. I mean, I think Moore will take the approach you just said, like, give me a two then. Oh, yeah, right. Hold him out for a barrel. Gonna, yeah, right, you're right, gonna, right. You're going to, okay, you gave up you, you gave up the farm to go get Deshaun Watson, and you overpaid for that. Mm-hmm. On many fronts. On many fronts, right? Yeah. Now you're gonna. Now it's gonna cost you to come get get our guy. Mm-hmm. We're not just gonna give him to you. I'd yeah. rather see him go to Seattle than give him to you. See, I originally looked at it like an opportunity. Like, I didn't really have any takers for Jimmy a day ago. Now I do. Give me the bird in the hand. Give me a future fourth. I don't want a something four. like that. I have no. I have no interest if I'm in San, if I'm San Francisco in just getting a four for Jimmy because if I hold on to him this year and do nothing, yeah. I'm going to get a third-round compensatory pick next year for In that for same draft. Yeah, in that same draft. Because the Browns aren't going to give you a pick in this so upcoming draft. A four does nothing for me. I went to, I went to three. Yeah. Because he's a quarterback. Somebody's going to sign Jimmy Garoppolo I mean, with money. He could not play this year, and he'll make at least what Trubisky did. Right. You know, probably more. Probably I mean, more. He's got a better he's track a be, record. He's got a better right, track right, record. Right, Somebody's right, right. going to give him 20-plus million a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tampa. He might be the hottest uh, free agent quarterback on the market next year. It's possible. I mean, his stock won't drop. Right. The only way his stock drops is if he plays and plays really poorly or right. gets bad, badly, badly injured. And, and actually, still would be sought out. It might be better for him because he's uh, he'll be a year removed from that shoulder surgery. Right. Right. And he still would probably be considered an NFL starting quarterback. I mean, if they could, they could go to Jimmy and say, hey, "Jimmy, we're going to uh, we don't want to carry this." Uh, this uh, $25.6 million cap hit, you know, can you work out something here? Let's lower that. We'll pay you for the season. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll make sure, you know, we won't do anything with you next year. You can go on your way. Yeah, yeah. Take the year off. and Lance happens to get injured. We're calling you. We're call- well, you're, yeah, you're, guy. You're, the, you're the guy we're calling. Maybe. I don't know how that goes. I mean, I don't think it's like a Baker-Cleveland situation where he has to get out of here. No. I mean, no. I think everyone's friendly and he's not controversial or anything like that. I mean, everyone realizes it's Lance's team. I don't know. I I, I don't see a clear path of how that all works yeah. out. Or, I'm certainly not interested. Or in how t- the Browns make move number two yeah. here. Eating more of that cap space and only getting a four next year? No, I can just hold on to him and get a three next year. Probably. Or could. two years from now. Right, let him walk. Because it's so late. It'd be different if free agency was around the corner. or That's why my ask is going to be so – I'm asking for at least a two in this situation because that's better than the third I'm going to get if I hold on to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I makes don't, sense. I don't have to cut him because I've already got him under the cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already squeezed under And you under don't it. have that money to use for anyone else to right. add, add to your, your team. No, they could point. roll that money over next year. He's got only a $2 million dead cap hit, so I could see them as eventually releasing him. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's very possible. But – but he would wait until you know, the very last again, minute. I, I don't so. care if he goes to Seattle. If I'm the 49ers, we saw Seattle. Seattle's, what are they? Is Jimmy Garoppolo make them a Super Bowl contender? I don't think so. No. No, he wouldn't. I don't even know he makes them a seven-win team. I don't think he does either. But he's better than what they got. But I wouldn't be worried about helping Seattle because I don't see them as a threat. No, so if Seattle, if Seattle says, okay, we this, this quarterback competition hasn't worked out, we'll give you a two. Okay. Well, then, yeah, yeah. They not definitely take I'll Seattle's take, two. I'll That's going to be a high two. Yeah. yeah, I don't care who it is. I'll take a two from anybody. I'd take Seattle's third. It'll be, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, higher. Early third. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, so. you know, especially if it's in this upcoming draft. Yeah. Interesting, though. It's all very, it's I mean, all very fast. The there there will be another shoe to drop here, but I don't know that. that uh, the Browns uh, might be better just play it riding out. it out. Take your medicine. Push that cap space to next year. 
hope that you're competitive when Deshaun comes back and see where the chips lay and maybe you're the hottest team in the league in December. You know, that's your only chance. Yeah. And you don't get a first-round pick anyways. And you don't get a first-round pick anyways. Somehow you sneak into the playoffs, you know, and you're the team no one wants to play. Yeah. And that's best case. And that's, I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see that happen, right? He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Oh, by the way, uh, the Steelers uh, practice is taking yeah, place yeah. here uh, in front of us, so we'll get to start talking about that here. They're stretching right now. We are live from St. Vincent College. We'll be back with more right after this. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from Steelers training camp here on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, the Steelers uh, going through the, the stuff uh, motions here today, get re- getting ready for practice. Not really going through the motions, though. Yesterday was more going through the motions. They're back in pads today again, Matt. I, my hunch is Coach Tomlin looked at yesterday's practice going into it and thought this will be kind of a very low-key, we kind of called it a better version of a walkthrough, prepare for Jacksonville, teach this team what it means like to prepare during the season, all the things we talked about yesterday. And then realized the effort here is not so great. <laughs> you know, like, it's been that way yeah. when they've, they've gone from padded practices to non-padded practices. And yeah. you, you feel like there's just kind of a drop in the, I mean, the it was, intensity. It, it which affected is you and I. Natural. I mean, like yeah. when we were doing the show, it was like there's just not much to talk about in this practice. There's really nothing going on. Couldn't believe they didn't even do seven shots. You know, yeah. like that always sets the tone. Yeah, and, even in the regular season, they do seven shots. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, so my hunch is – Either Tomlin decided I, that was too lax or I shouldn't have put that in there. Let's go out with a bang. Yeah. I expect this to be a good practice just from the you know 20 minutes we've seen them stretch and get ready. I mean, they're in pads. There's a little more pep in all their step, and that's good. you know. And I'm sure they're excited to leave too, just like, you know. Yeah, the, uh, the race down the highway will start tonight. I assume right. they're doing their walkthrough tomorrow uh, on the south side before they fly out. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably do it in the morning. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to uh, doing it, staying here another night and then doing it. So I think this is definitely the last night here. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, definitely I'm expecting good stuff today. Definitely seeing some more uh, pep in the step here. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, Calvin Austin out there again. He's looking a little more mobile today than he had. Oh, still right, not right, right. Uh, yeah. still not ready to play yet, but uh, not in the boot again. Seems like he's coming along well. I mean, yeah. not to word doctors. There's a heck of a catch by Deontay, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're throwing bad balls here. Mm-hmm. Make the guys go get them. Uh, the wide receivers They're doing some back shoulder stuff before. Yeah. We, we just happen to be right next to the receiver drills. So That Pickens guy makes plays, and that Deontay guy makes plays. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're, they're going to be okay. They'll be fine. They're going to be okay. I actually talked to Deontay Johnson about that today, Matt. Uh, and I asked him, okay, so we just finally saw – 
the five, top five eligibles on the team, or the top five that everybody presumes, or the starting top five. Oh, as you were saying, yeah. Okay. Get on the field together this week, first time in this training camp, where you've seen Johnson out there with Claypool and Pickens and Fryermuth and Harris. Yep. The um, best five skill guys yeah. they got, right? And I asked Deontay, I said, "Okay, so if you're an opposing defensive coordinator, who are you doubling? Somebody's probably going to get doubled." If I were him, I'd say me. That's what he did say. <laughs> okay, good. He said, "Well, they'll, they'll double me, but then if they do that, they're leaving they're leaving uh, GP on the other side, uh, singled up. Uh, that's not going to work well." Right, right. Um, I mean, someone or two are going to get favorable matchups. Right. I mean, it, not that you can doubling. I'm putting that in air quotes. Isn't like doubling a dude in basketball. No, you know, I mean, you got I mean? a safety right. over the top or whatever. Right, or you, you uh, the linebacker takes away the slant or what? You know, uh, there's a lot of scheme stuff, but you can roll coverage or affect coverage for two guys reasonably well with, yeah. with scheme and help out against two weapons in some way, shape, or form. Once you start getting to three, good quarterbacks are going to find yeah. you know the matchup they like. I mean, let alone five. You know, there's definitely some some matchup issues there when you look at that group um, I even talked I talked to Anthony Miller today or Anthony McFarland today mm. as well and I said you look like you've been much more decisive as a runner because yeah I, I, I finally uh, you know I figured out that um, a four-yard run is a good is a good run in this league so right. I was, I was, right, right, right. I was looking for the home runs all the time in the past yeah it's, <laughs> it's funny I said it shows so Total coincidence. I was listening to a podcast this morning. I prefaced many of my sentences with that. And Matt Waldman was on, just kind of a running back expert. And he has this little theory of what would Frank Gore do? You know, it's, and he breaks down all these runs. And he, on his site, he broke down an early career McFarland run, saying this is where he left yards on the field. This is where he danced too much. And then he showed the exact same run with Frank Gore, even at – 53 years older or whatever he was at the end of his career. Gore gets 15 out of it. McFarland got one. Yeah. You know, it's just a – people don't think about being a professional runner and knowing what your blocking supposed to do and how the defense is going to react. And, you know, it wasn't like, wow, what an amazing run. He looks like Marshall Falk or Ladian <laughs> Tomlinson. He was just a professional runner that, you know, allowed his teammates to make him better. And, and that's why he's stuck in the league for 15 years. Exactly. And coaches love that stuff. And I think McFarland is learning it. And that's a huge step. It absolutely is. And, and for him, you know, the big runs will come because he's typically, if he's not explosiveness the, is still yeah, there, if he's not right. the fastest guy in the field when he's out there, he's the second fastest guy. There may be the mm-hmm. defense has one guy who can run with him. I mean, speed's not a problem. No, speed is certainly right, right. Not, not a factor there. I also asked him, because, so, you know, you're playing a lot in the slot. Um, in those situations, I said you get a linebacker on you, you got to be you got to be looking at that because I I just won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's I like, know. yeah. If they put a linebacker on me, I, the way I see it, it's uh, I'm not sure what that was all about. I don't know. One of the coaches I wasn't even paying much attention was preaching to the crowd, and now all of a sudden they're all wound up. So energy is high here. That might have been Garrett Guimont coming over. Was right? it? Yeah. I'm not sure what he told him, but whatever it is, it got a lit a fire under the so, hey, maybe it's, Hey, this is our last practice out here today. Let, let them know you're here. <laughs> That's what it sure feels like. Yeah. And the energy is high again. So this uh, – this, uh, You're right about McFarland, yeah. by the way. And, and it really came a long way as a pass yeah. receiver, too. This uh, route that they're practicing here today, and they practice it going back the other way. It's like four steps off the line and then break back to the ball. They're practicing that, mm-hmm. that little uh, bubble screen. Yeah, right, right, right. But it's not at the line of scrimmage. You're trying to drive that corner off a little. You know, so 
Um, again, I'm sure we'll see those in practice. I'm sure you'll see a couple of those routes on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. They practice these things. Uh, Jacob said he came over and said, create an away game environment. I don't know if you can do that in this situation. Hmm. But. Yeah, that would be easier said than done. <laughs> Boo, we hate you. Yeah, right. yeah, I don't think you're gonna get that. But, no, no. Right, or if crowd noise is a problem. We can't even get you know uh, get the play calls in or out. But. Yeah, Derek Watt back on the field today. Yeah, nice. How about that? Nice. So that's nice. that's good to see. He hasn't. Yeah. Been, he's been out for a while now. Um, we got seven shots setting up here. Looks like it. Yeah. There we go. There I'm we expecting go. a good. good All right, battle this should here. be a good one. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll give you the rundown here. What do we got going here? We got ones versus ones as usual, and even TJ's out there. And looks like Gentry might be in the mix. He doesn't have a helmet on yet, but he's. Yeah, he's got the helmet yeah, on he's now. In there. Okay. okay, so, so you, get the, you get the number one defense out there, right? and you got. Uh, I can't see who the back is. That's Najee. Najee, yeah. I see Deontay Johnson out there. Yeah. Um, it's definitely Trubisky uh, in the huddle with them, so he will take yeah. the. And we got, you got Cam yeah. Hayward, you got Watt, you got the the top dogs. There are still national folks out there oh, yeah, yeah. talking about this as, as if it's a quarterback battle. Right, right. There we go. There's the crowd yeah, getting into it. Yeah, there we up. go. Let's go. Okay, so we got uh, we got four spread out and uh, back in the backfield. Uh, Najee Harris to to the right. Uh, Gentry motions from uh, left to right. No, Fryermuth is not on the field. No, no. Trubisky drops back. Oh, oh, somebody tipped that at the line of scrimmage. Did that get tipped? It looked like it, and it tipped off of uh, off of uh, Najee Harris's hands. Uh, somebody got a hand on that one. Open. Harris was open for the touchdown. Yeah, he was. Someone got a little piece of it. Yeah, tipped, and then the way it, Watt reacted, maybe it was him, but I thought it had been an interior guy. It was there for the taking, though. It was. It was. He was open. He made a nice nice route. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Haven't had a chance to watch Najee run a lot of routes lately, but. Really good at it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're, we're spread here again. We got two. Uh, they took a receiver off. For Johnson and Claypool to the. Oh no, uh, they didn't. Yeah, Johnson and Claypool to the right. He's going taking the single matchup with Pickens. Almost came down. Almost really came down the one-handed catch. Right. Yeah, but in a typical P Pickens manner, almost makes a tremendous play on the ball, and this time it didn't end up being the touchdown. But I don't think they care who the corner is. No, he just that one-on-one -on -one matchup. I mean, he was going there. The second the ball was snapped, that was, he did uh, that before the ball. Was yeah, snapped. that was uh, was that Weatherspoon or Levi Wallace over there in coverage? Um, I, I think guess, it was Wallace. I think it was Wallace as well. I think Wallace is almost always going to be the right corner. Or was it Sutton? Sutton's lined up there now. He might have been in the slot. Though. He may have been in the slot. Yeah. Now uh, we, we got, got a heavier formation. We got a heavy here. formation with uh, that. Oh, that Jalen Warren. Yeah. In the backfield, he goes in untouched. Yeah. They brought the right two the skill guys in. Uh, it was. Oh, somebody's down. It's Cam Hayward. Maybe that's why that hole opened up. And the uh, crowd got a lot quieter. Yeah. I hope this isn't too bad. Yeah, obviously. We, yeah. They're checking him out. Everybody's standing around watching now. Yeah, not uh, not a good. Uh, that's, you don't need that. No. You don't need that. He's getting up now. All right. He calls himself the Wolverine. He like just has these healing yeah, powers, yeah. great healing powers. He's walking off. He's taking the taking the defensive line off now. Like get these guys. Yeah, out of yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we're up and walking he's off on his slow. Own. He's moving slow. I don't want to be a doom and gloom here, but he's not moving very spryly. Yeah, he's walking himself off. 
I would imagine that's the last you see of him until week one, assuming yeah. he's ready to roll for <laughs> them. May just hold him out of the game on uh, Saturday. Just oh, to, I would. We yeah. don't need to see that again. No. All right, so we got uh, Trubisky we get here again. This is a shotgun snap. Oh, nice play. Touchdown, and that was uh, Fryermuth. Yeah, just took it away just, from the, took it away from the cornerback. Yeah, that was nicely done. They mostly the twos out there in terms of skill guys, but uh, Muth was probably their best player. They went to him, and he made a big play. That was like a quick little slant there. He was mm -hmm. was he on the outside on that? I think. I think he was in the slot. Was he in the slot? Okay, because yeah. there was another receiver underneath him to the inside. I think he was the two. Yeah. Okay. All right, now we got uh, Kenny Pickett with his chance here at this. You're listening to uh, ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, and you hear the sets fans. up under on their center and then shifts everybody out and spreads everybody so out here. Now he goes empty. There's that little oh, there's that little screen that they were running there. He got in, I think. Pretty close. Yeah, I think it's that little wide receiver slip screen, and that was uh, who is that over there? 21. That's uh, what is it? Uh, 21 is. That's uh, they changed that. That, that number is Blake uh, Christian Blake. Blake. Yeah, Christian, Christian Blake. Blake. Yeah. Avery almost made a play there too. Or no, that was Scott. It was Damone Scott. Kind of came free and Pickett was pretty crafty about getting the ball out around the rusher. Let's see if he gets this one in as well. That would be a win for the offense here in the, in the Wide open. There it is. Miles Boykin. Yep. Yep. Touchdown to Miles Boykin. These quick hitting throws right inside the goal line. Been pretty successful on this mission. Yeah, it looks like the offense will eat well again tonight. <laughs> yes. They have now won the drill. It's a four to two now offense. And now uh, we see Rudolph Mason Rudolph getting his, uh, yeah. See how uh, Mason fares he's got, here. He's got Raider with him. He's got White. He's got uh, Snell on the backfield. Tyler Slight Vaughn. indications here. Snell might not be the second running back anymore. Yeah, I think Jalen Warrens is yeah. uh, taking taking that over here. Looking. Uh, Oh, oh, nice, nice throw. throw. Very nice I throw. thought he was going to the outside receiver there. And, and he I was did like, a nice, why did he throw it so hard? Yeah, did a nice job. Hits a, hits a, um, that is Sneed? Tyler Sneed, yeah. yeah. Uh, just led him perfectly. Threw yeah. him up, kind of threw him open in that hey, situation. He almost had no choice but to catch it. He put yeah. it right on him now. And what's funny is just from our angle, it was a little bit of an optical illusion. But there was a, a fade route going behind him. Yeah. And that's where I thought he was going to the ball. But he threw it at 9,000 miles an hour. I was like, you're going to knock that guy <laughs> over. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was going well to the outside receiver. I didn't, I didn't see Tyler Sneed breaking out right, there. Right, right, right. Obviously, uh, Mason Rudolph did, and Tyler Sneed's not a big dude. That was that no, was, he's not. That was well done. That was well done. That was, uh, that was probably the best quarterback play of seven shots. Was, yeah, you know, one throw, but that was nicely done. Quarterbacks yeah. did well there. Pickett did too. They did. Yeah, yeah. they did. They, they made some nice throws there. We are overdue for a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Offense wins seven shots, five to two. And uh, they're uh, getting ready to do some uh, some more drill work here. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more live from Steelers training camp right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Once again, Matt. Good goal seeing, line drill going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically red zone offense here. And we're seeing, uh, we saw it once again, Jalen Warren used before. Yes, yeah, good point, good point. So, we were uh, also talking off the air. A lot of 
nice play designs. You know, just yeah. makes easy throws. Pick up that that two yards. You know, get get people leaning one way and. Hayward leaks out, easy throws, six points. You know, I mean, there's it it a lot, of, a lot, this, more a lot of, of it is play action based. Oh, so much of it, right? Yeah. It, I'm not knocking Ben, but the lack of play action these last four or five years has almost been an anchor. I mean, like, yeah. I don't think people realize in this town that's exclusively watch the Steelers <laughs> how much it's used around the league and how much, much it works, yeah. which is like everyone listening, yeah. of course, right? And, you know, what a cheat code it can be. And, I mean, it's just so hard on the defense. Put them in conflict. Get them leaning in a direction and go the other way. Yeah, I uh, should also note that uh, Cam Hayward is sitting on the uh, bench on the other side of the field there. They did not take him off on a cart or anything of that nature. So it looks like he's okay. That's certainly promising. But yeah. just knowing his leadership and toughness, I wonder if he's just gutting it out over no, there. No, if they thought there was they something would, seriously wrong with him, they would have got yeah. him out of here. Okay. Um, so that is – one positive note, I mean, it, I, I was very worried when he was down and the way he walked off the field. Yeah. I've seen that, like, a dozen times over the course of his career, and he mm-hmm. typically gets up. He's already – I mean, he's standing over there with a hat on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he were – I mean, his day is done, obviously. Yeah, he's but, not going to practice anymore today, but I think uh, he's just going to – He's not even, like, icing anything from no, what I see no. or getting any kind of treatment. It, so hey, he might have just got banged on the knee, a helmet to the knee or something like maybe, that. That's maybe, maybe. Very right. painful. Oh, well, can you yeah. imagine what that feels like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially with one of these big guys. Or <laughs> right, right. Even, right. even if somebody, them. you know, kicked you in the knee. Yeah. Uh, that would hurt. It hurts like crazy. Or yeah. shin or, you know. So, Just, right now they're doing gold. I guess you'd still call it red zone because it's on yeah. the 20. But they are they're they moved everything back to the 20. Um, the offense is just the offense is icing humming. it yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The offense is humming, starting to come into their own. I think scheme is starting to match experience a little bit. And yeah. the quarterbacks are all way more comfortable than when we got here. I mean, that's a night and day, especially with Pickett and Trubisky. I think, you know, I, playing I, well. I wrote this last last Saturday after the game. We might all owe Matt Cannon an apology after after this. I think it's very possible. And I do think his scheme matches well with the O-line deficiencies. You yeah. know, part of me deep down, the, the, the NFL purist thinks, well, this line could derail all this optimism. But the way they scheme things up, and this was your point between, between uh, segments, Make it a heck of a lot easier on those guys. You know, you don't need to be, you know, killers out there. You know, you don't need Larry Allen and Walter Jones, you know, paving the way for people. If you can get better blocking angles and get the, you know, these guys in conflict and move them off the ball a little bit and manipulate them. And I do think these three quarterbacks, again, especially Trubisky and Pickett, really sell their fakes well, too. You know, and that goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, the, 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 Sometimes the the things like ball uh, skill handling, man, handling yeah, management yeah. sometimes gets overlooked with quarterbacks. It's a huge component. Yeah, like remember Boomer Esiason, you know, was great he, at it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, great it would just freeze everybody. You know, you know and, and sometimes the cameraman didn't even know where the ball was at. You know? Right, right. Or Ben's pump fakes. You know how many yeah. how many times he's changed. You know the. A defender by doing things like that; those kind of intricacies are important. Like, you know, I've seen you mentioned the pump fakes. I've seen Mason Rudolph use that a couple of times in this camp. Has he? Uh, you know, where you see him kind of, you know, fake the throw and then and then zip it in somewhere. I wonder if that's something he picked up off of Ben. Probably all those probably. years of watching Ben. I don't know if that was part of his game coming out of Oklahoma State. But I don't remember being part of his yeah, game. Yeah, right. Nor do I. Right. Um, you know, those are the things you can learn from watching. You know, a, a veteran quarterback like that. So maybe, maybe. Maybe. I'm uh, sure you something rubbed off on him. Yeah. There's no question about that. Again, offense is looking good. Now we've switched it to the 26 
own 26 going long distance of the field here from left to right. So yeah, we got Kenny in there. Guy in a red beanie again here. What's yeah? I was wondering. Is in this the a, slot, so it's a lot of the, the guy in the slot is wearing the beanie most of the time. So who would that be with the, the Jaguars? I guess Kirk. I guess yes. He he didn't play in week one, but I assume he'll play in this game. Um, Zay Jones has slot experience. I doubt they're game planning for Chenault at this point right, of his career. Yeah. I immediately thought it might be ATN just because they move him all over the place. Uh, but I've never seen the beanie lineup Kirk, in the back. Yeah, Kirk makes Kirk sense. makes the most sense. Kirk makes sense. And this time, guy. this yeah. time he's on the outside. Right, so, right, yeah. right. Because again, I've never seen the red beanie guy line up as a running back. So, so it's Matt, probably not I, I tweeted out that uh, Jalen Warren is running with the twos, and it appears he has surpassed uh, Benny Snell. Mm-hmm. And one of the fantasy football guys out there tweeted out, "If you've been following me, uh, you you knew this already." And I'm like, dude, if if you've been following me. You knew this we already. We've been talking about Jalen Warren for three weeks out here. Right, all right. This is nothing new. I reported two weeks ago that he was You're not breaking two. news here. No. We, we told you this a long time ago. Right. This was the path he's going on. Um, I guess we don't know it for a fact, but my hunch sure is he's looks running. Well. It sure looks that way. Right. I know for a fact that people told me in the organization that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they, they feel like he's number two. They'd so. be shocked if he didn't surpass yeah. Snell. I, I don't know if Snell's guaranteed a roster spot. I mean, I don't think McFarland's getting cut. No, I don't think he – well, they typically keep four backs. I know, I know. So – If Benny's as valuable By attrition, teams, right. I mean, the other guys have all gotten hurt at one time or another. Not that Snow hasn't, but they know what Snow is. Mm-hmm. And they know if they – hey, if we had to go into a game and Benny Snow was our back, he could handle it. Oh, yeah. I give him more than a 50% <laughs> chance of making the team. But yeah. I think Warren's a lock and I think McFarland's a lock where I d- wouldn't have said that when minicamp broke. Yeah, you right. Know, no, the, both of those guys have had good camps. To be sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see here. A little naked boot there. Yeah, that's a big thing they do with Lawrence, too, by the yeah. way. Lawrence gets a lot of design movement and is really, really good at it. Yeah, nice throw by Pickett there on the naked boot. I'm excited to watch Lawrence start to finish, too. Yeah, we'll see how that much he plays. Now we got a couple of guys in the beanies there. Well, they get the that's the new running back that the Steelers just signed. Um, the Borgie. Borgie. Borgie out, yeah. yeah. Borgie out of uh, – Washington State, Master Teague goes to the uh, – he was waved injured. So, mm-hmm. not yeah. good news for him. Yeah, he's, it's rough. He's rough in a boot. Yeah. Um, but uh, – You know where Miller is on IR. I mean, he's still a stealer. Yeah. But uh, Max Borgie uh, was with the uh, Broncos. That's uh, him with the ball, released. right? Yeah, that's him with the ball there that now. 28 or 38? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty well put together guy. Yeah, Short, he had a, a good career at Washington State. Mm-hmm. Uh, played in 39 games, starting 27 – uh, at uh, 2,158 yards, 32 touchdowns. Wow, okay. So that's, that's not bad. He also caught it's 100. kind of built like a goal line runner. Yeah, 156 know. catches in his career. So Oh, wow. Yeah, he catches the ball, uh, I assume, pretty well. Yeah, it uh, sure so sounds like it. Get a shot here to see show what he can do uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks of training camp here. Mm-hmm. Maybe never know. a practice squad spot or another injury opens right. up for him. You know, Oop. It's been a lot stranger long shot stories than him that have made teams. I've seen it happen before where they sign a guy late in camp like this and you think, ah, oh, that's just another. Right, right, right. You just need a, a depth piece there. Next thing you know, the guy ends up making the practice squad and right, then, right, right. And then becomes some, I, I point to Alejandro Villanueva. Yes, about that's a pretty good one, yeah, right. that uh, they signed late in training camp and you're thinking, okay. And think about if you're like in Borgie's mindset, like, I am going to run down on this kickoff and destroy a everything thousand in my miles back. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I get a short time. I, this is uh, the cannonball run time here. Exactly. I got right. a long way to go and a short, short time, time to get to there. Get there. 
So yeah, yeah we'll see how like this continues. Running jag stuff here. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, still, you know, Pickett and these guys look good doing it. Too. Yeah, you know, they I mean that's going to be part of the right, job. Right, right. If you're not the starter, you're make not it, first. You're last. Make everyone else better. Little Ricky Bobby there. You know, first you're last, <laughs> uh, and you better be able to run some scout team stuff. So that's uh, that's uh, important as well. Um, so I, you know. I, I often look at that. People talk about uh, you know different quarterbacks in practice. How's this guy look? How's that guy look? You're right, not right. the starter. And like, well, most of the time when you see those guys out there, they're running scout team stuff. It's not stuff that <laughs> they're they've not repped. even doing their own. They're not yeah. acting on their own, so right. to speak. You know, they're, so, they're doing what they're told and running a yeah. script of the other team. So in those situations, like when a quarterback throws an interception or something like that, I'm like, I, I'm not going to count that against him. Like, no. the, the receiver might have run the wrong route. That he, you know, he, I, I saw this on this on the. The flip card. You saw that. You ran an out. I I threw an in a slant, and it looked really bad, and it got picked off. But that's I'm, not. I'm going to drive it fault. in there yeah. anyways because I'm pretending like I'm the Jags. You know, right? And that's what I'm being told to do. I mean, the only indicators sometimes are if the the coaches that are in charge of getting the scout team lined up are yelling at you all the time because you're screwing it up. Well, that's yeah. not a real good sign. No, you're probably the, not going to be around very it's long. It's not the hardest assignment in the world to no. figure out where you are in the card and what you're supposed to do. Absolutely not. Uh, Matt, we're going to take another break here. We are through hour one here of our final training camp yeah. broadcast here from St. Vincent College. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We'll be back with hour two right after this. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. 